That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Buffuto. And every week we are bringing you entrepreneur real stories from leaders, disruptors, change makers, and risk takers. We may not be serious, but we seriously mean business. Hi, Caviar Dreamers. We're coming to you from the couch where Marge can't actually clap. I know. Listen, that's a very weak clap because I don't want to hurt my hands with the rings. That was like wheat sauce. But we are going to talk about personal style today. We are. And you commit to style. That ring that you wear could commit a serious crime or injury. But you can't clap. I can't clap with it on. Listen, I am committed to style. I could be committed. But yes, (laughs) I decided we said let's talk about personal style today because I don't like a homogenous style. I like a personal style to reflect your personality in your home and on your body. I agree. As two people that went to art school, fashion school. Yes, exactly. I went to FIT. And I went to Leeds College of Art and Design. And after everything we ever did was, you know, was outward facing like style, print, design from like being a great. I have notebooks at home of little sketches of clothes that I would make palazzo pants with little crop tops. Oh, look what I'm wearing. Exactly. I just, you know, I was always channeling, you know, reminds me of my childhood, a 70s vibe. My house, I love like a Hollywood Regency rock and roll girlfriend a little bit old hotel But I feel like I guess my style really is Hollywood Regency for the house. What do you think? Mid-century Hollywood Regency. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, I would say your style for the house is expensive. Because <laughs> I was actually laughing. I was, again, watching New York Housewives because we were binging because I was on the podcast. And it was very funny. There was an interview that she gave to Page Six and they were saying, you know, like, what was the one treat that you bought yourself to celebrate your season? And I laughed so hard because it was so true. She said, I don't need a Birkin. Like, I'm not buying myself an expensive treat. You know, I renovated my house. Do people know how expensive it is to renovate a house? That resonated so hard because I don't think people understand what it takes to renovate a home. We're still knee deep in yours. People bitch at me all the time. Oh, she's broke because she isn't, you know, her house. Well, I think, you know, what people put in, I'm not insulting anyone. You know what I mean? But what I do to my house isn't exactly what, you know, it would have been cheaper for me to build a house from scratch. It would. Much cheaper. Yeah. To renovate is a totally different thing. It's like an a old restoration. Space and a restoration, everything else. But with that being said, I also have very specific style. And I think how do people cultivate a style? That's what I want to talk about. There's something I watch 
I, w- I would love everybody else to watch. I'm going to give some tips. I love Architectural Digest mm-hmm. Open Door because I'm nosy. I'd love to go into people's houses. I love so it. you watch Architectural Digest Open Door on YouTube. It's on YouTube. And then subscribe to that channel. It's magnificent. RuPaul's house. I just want to put this oh, out there. Yeah. My favorite house reminds me of my style. Of course, that's on a much grander scale. I would love to be able to afford that. RuPaul, if you ever want me to come over. You guys have a lot of the same things. And we do. He's, we have a lot of the same wallpaper. Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. A lot of the same accessories, too. Yes. His house is amazing. It's very funny because I always say, all oh, the good things start in England and the Americans just copy them. Yep, you heard me say it uh, again. Uh, what, what, what was, oh, Architectural Digest, uh-huh. Open Door. This Open Door, not a new concept, actually, through the keyhole when I was no, a child. No, through the keyhole. And it, the theme song went... Going through the keyhole, <laughs> just like that. And you went through the keyhole with David. Oh, my God. David something. And he had a very dry voice. And it showed you a celebrity's house. And you went through every room. And then you had to guess which celebrity it was. But you like really, it was like the perfect show for nosy motherfuckers. Like I was oh so God. nosy, well, even love- as a child. I love it. Well, I love it. And I will say Dita Von Teese's house is something to be said and she has a lot of taxidermy Mm -hmm. as I do which I know people get offended but you know what are you gonna do it's okay you can't please everyone I can't I can't please everybody and people eat the meat whatever it is but she I mean she is a house of curiosities who Dita Von it's very it's very her but with that said her house you can pick whose house that is I don't I don't want to go into someone's house and it'd be like it has no personality so I think don't have a house that's basic bitch. Oh, my God. You know what I'm going to rip on right now that's what? pissing me off in a big what? way? What? This stupid farmhouse trend that's sweeping oh the nation. Oh, my God. These everybody's house houses. is modern farmhouse. And listen, I liked it when it first came out, but now everybody's house is modern farmhouse. I'm doing modern farmhouse. I'm doing modern farmhouse. Well, guess what? Everyone's house is modern farmhouse. How do I know your house is any different than anybody else's? Yeah. And also, what's farmhouse? You have no chickens in the back. It's like a, a bad description anyway. Everything is white with these black windows. And I like Ugh. white with black windows. But what, what are you doing on the inside? What are you doing to differentiate yourself? How do I know it's your house? What is what is the personality? And what's up with all these white plastic houses that are popping up with the black frame windows? This is, I, I'm just. What's the I plastic like a, house? Oh, my God. Look around. Look around the local area. They look like almost like plastic white houses that are popping up like with like plasticky siding. And these are not cheap houses and they're in nice towns. I just cannot. You know what? I, you know what trend I do like? But but it, we can't have too many of them peppered through the area. Keyword pepper. Black houses. I love a black house. I love a black house, people. So if you yeah. want to stand out, do a black house. Because I've seen some yeah. black houses in our area and I actually love them. I like, there's a thing that you could do because I like container homes too. There's some really cool and ones And that's that a reasonable way to do a house for first time house people. Very. A container, you know, a shipping container, FYI. You could stack them. You could cut out multi-levels. You could do full size windows that are floor to ceiling. You can sheetrock, obviously, the inside. You can insulate them very easily. And there's a thing you could do on the outside called charred wood siding. And it gives that black appearance. Sick. So good. And you could stack them in really cool ways. I'm very into that right now. But my favorite house, which is on all of my mood boards, is Cara Delevingne. Yeah, Cara Delevingne has a beautiful house. She is a Cara Delevingne. Lexi calls her Cara Delevingne. (laughs) I call um, for Americans. 
We call her Cara Delevingne. I know I still can't get used to the Cara great, and the great Tara. House. The other thing I want to say, who has a great house also, great style, Miley Cyrus. Trish Cyrus, her mother, great interior designer. So Miley, very fabulous style. Unbelievable. So check out her house. And she uses a lot of black. Use a lot of black. Black is a very, you know, people bitch me, Marge, use a lot of black. Black color pops off of black. It really does. And it really does. And it, and it makes a difference in a home. It can be very dramatic. Yes. And, you know, details, the devil's in the details. Now, I just want to add in, I finally did my bathroom. Yes, you did. You know, my master bath has been completed. Not without trials, tribulations, Not and without a lot tears. of hysteria. And I feel like I did it very European, very uh, Milanese, very better known as Milan, not chicken Milanese. <laughs> and I did that for my personal style. I think people will see it. I will post about it. And maybe with this episode, I'll put up a picture of it. Yes. I did a lot of slab. Because I like a lot of slab. And the trend is very much, you know, the seamless shower doors. Yes. But I thought my bathroom, I did the seamless shower doors, but I didn't do clear glass. I did not smoke glass, but I did the brown bronzy glass. It's beautiful. With with brass fixtures. Because I said that really goes with the slab. You can't totally see through it. You can see through it. And when I did that with the glass people, they're like, what? Yeah, that's what you want. I was like, yes, that's that's chic. It's cool. It's European. You know, they kind of made the face of it. Yeah, they were not on board. They were not on board. But, you know, I did something different. But here's something that we learned through this communication thing is that, you know, they obviously did not do a lot of brown glass. And then they did not communicate to us that as standard shower seals are clear. Yes. And, and you know, I almost had a nervous breakdown. You've never really noticed a shower seal before. Now I notice everybody's shower seal. Yes. So the shower seal was clear on the brown glass and it stuck out like a sore thumb. And I had a mental breakdown because we did a steam shower so at the top, when it was flipping over, the little part that closes, I, I took that part off. I said, Joe, if the steam escapes a little bit, tough shit. Yes. You know, I'll survive without it. I could not look at the clear seal until I find a different color seal. No, and I refuse to believe there's not a brown seal. You are not the only person that's worked with brown glass. I think yes, somewhere yes. custom we could get a brown seal and we're not going to give up on that. But when you do a big like home projects, communication is key. Yes, it is key. And I just want to also say, so where I also injected my personality, which I don't know if this would work with your personalities, but I don't know if everyone knows this, which you would know if you did watch a show, Joe and I like to shower together. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if this will be good for resale or not, but since Joe and I shower together, our shower is very big, but we have two shower heads in the shower so we can stand next to each other and face each other. So that's part of our personality. So it's like two showers in one. Two shower heads, two handhelds, two two sets of jets, a very big bench that we could sit on together, you know, when we steam. So the shower, you know, it's not overly large, but it's large enough that it's like two showers in one. So we don't have to share the same water anymore. Now, Joe doesn't like that, but I said, you have to stand facing me because I also like my water hotter than he does. You see, it's funny because I would never shower with anyone because I cannot stand to be out of the water for even one second. So I don't think like necessarily before you guys put in two showers in, I would have been like, oh, I need two showers if I'm in a couple. But you know, it 
it's a big thing that could save a lot of arguments because you know that moment when you get really cold and you try to push the other person out of the waterfall, like that would just not happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I feel like this is, I'm going to invent a design trend. I think this is very good for marriages. And, you know, Mm -hmm. now the shower, we have the two shower heads, the two sets of jets. So I think that's good. So that's, you know, I think that the touches that people put into their home and, and do these things is just like you inject your personality. It's also really smart. Your bathroom is set up for matrimonial bliss because even your bathtub, the faucet is exterior and it comes in in the middle. So no one gets the faucet behind the back. It's true. Matrimonial bliss. And our bathroom's not overly, you know, it's not obnoxiously big because it was in an older home and we we didn't knock out walls to make it bigger. So it's still not huge, but I think we did the best with the space. It looks gorgeous. And now finally, because you have to walk through the closet to get into the bathroom. Yes. Now the closet's underway, which has taken forever. But, you know, we've had a lot of structural issues that we've had to have some engineering and beams, beams and, 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 and craziness going on. But now, you know, because now we're going back to the personal style. So I, I just want everybody to talk about, well, I like to talk about our personal style because I like when things have a personality because life is very short to be too boring. And how do you reflect on, on your personal style? How do people come to their personal style? Like what's special to you? I feel like I want to start collecting something. I was at somebody's house the other day. Whose house were at there at all those Pez dispensers? Lexi, weren't we somewhere we saw a ton of Pez dispensers? I was not with you, but Larry's collecting Alexander McQueen clutches. Oh, yes. Yes. Larry, Lauren Scott, my good friend and planner, was collecting Alexander McQueen clutches. Pest dispensers. I'm not sure how many like four year olds you've been hanging around. No, with, no, no. But- I was in a hotel and they had a beautiful display of all Pez dispensers in a big glass case and they looked fantastic. What hotel were you in? I was in Cleveland when I was... <laughs> Cleveland. Uh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Excuse me? In a glamorous hotel in Cleveland. There's a glamorous hotel no, in no, Cleveland. No. I wasn't. No, it was actually at the Kimpton. I stayed at the Kimpton Showfield, which was actually very nice. And I mm-hmm. ate in a beautiful restaurant. By the way, that sounded like I was insulting Cleveland. And I've never been there. And I have no actually, idea. Actually, Cleveland was very charming. So it's very obnoxious of me to say, I apologize, Cleveland. The food was good in Cleveland. We ate at the Marble Room, which I was the best restaurant. So beautiful in an old bank. They leaned into their style. You sent me the video of the gold bar dessert in the old bank safe. You got to lean in. That I love. Everybody's got to lean into their personal style because how are you going to stand out? How are you going to be noticed? I mean, if you want to get noticed. Yeah, lean into what God gave you, you know, and not exactly. like trying to fix it to be like everybody else. I know. It's like you have to highlight what works for you. And I think it doesn't make sense. And I, I mean, and it's not about having a lot of money. And I hate when people always say to me, you have to have money. It's not true. You could shop anywhere now. I don't care. High, low. Yeah. I mean, really Target think. has good style. Oh, my Every, God. Yeah. Everybody has good style. Zara. I'm a very big proponent of Zara. Oh, God. I find, Head to toes. I find right stuff now. all over the place. A, a store is popping up on Instagram every damn day. Yes. And I think that also leads to people struggling with personal style. I think I go through moments a lot where I'm like, I hate everything. I hate all my clothes. I have nothing to wear. You know, I go through moments where I have nothing to wear for occasions. And I feel like I shop for occasion. I have nothing to wear on a daily basis. And I always feel like I look like shit. No, you look great. I've, I, but I struggle with personal style. I feel no, like mine is like very, personal um, style. you know, like borderline personality disorder. Okay, that's funny. Like some days I'm like, oh, wow, you look like a 12 year old that just came home from camp in like velour shorts and a hoodie. 
And then the next day I'm like, oh, okay, workout Barbie. And then it's like, oh, what conservative outfit is that? I delete nothing nothing works anymore. I feel like I need a little revamp of personal style. No, I mean, I think I have to hone into my personal style, but I just feel like I have a vintagey type vibe in my look. There's things that are very classic Marge. I feel like there's always a platform. Platform. There's always statement jewelry. There's always a print somewhere in the Some closet. Kind of print you know? today I don't have a print. Today's, on. There's not, always a print today's in the a mon- like a monochromy type of look. I could but- do a monochrome. I could do a monochrome yeah. 70s vibe. Yes. I always have a 70s vibe. It's always the big sunglasses. Yes. Scarf on the head. A lot of scarf on the head. Yeah. You know, I always feel like I have a, sev- a vintage vibe somewhere. A retro throwback into something I do. I feel like I also fall into the trap of buying the same thing 17 times. There's so many blazes in my closet. It's almost unbearable. No, I get it. Listen, let's talk about certain things I feel like everyone needs to have in their wardrobe. I mean, a good blazer. Blazer. It's fabulous. I'm I'm a big Veronica Beard blazer. Wearer. Well, if you can't afford a Veronica Beard blazer, Zara has a good one. I got two this year when we we're in Portugal: the white and the black. And if something's good, buy it in all the colors, like because you might not come across it again. I got the black and the white, and honestly, when you put them next to a Veronica Beard, I will say they're a very co- close comparison. Yeah, they are. They're great. They're great. I get all my tank tops at Zara. Yeah, and also get everything dry cleaned. Yes. Because it'll last longer. I know. I know. And I know dry cleaning gets expensive. Just so try not to sweat too much. Exactly. Just but the good stuff like that you I, I dry clean. I some dry of my clean Zara a lot stuff. of my stuff. I also want to just say something. And there's no rules, people. There's no rules. Everyone, you know, I got a lot of comments the other day. I'm of a certain age. I shouldn't show my legs. I should <gasps> just there's no rules. Because guess what? Once you're over a certain age, you're zero fucks given. <laughs> and no one tells you what you can do because there there are no rules. Because no one's going to tell you what to do. There's no rules for women how long you can have your hair after the age of 50. There is no rules for how short your skirt can be. Granted, I don't want my ass hanging out, you know, but I'm not going to like hide my knees if I love the dress. You know what I'm saying? I agree. There is no rules that you cannot show your cleavage. There is no rules that you can't wear. That used to be you can't wear white after Labor Day. Now you wear white jeans all year round. Guess what? Over 50, I make my own rules. Absolutely. And I am here to break the rules. And all you women out there and men, you make your own rules. There is no rules. So younger people who are saying, you're, you're this old, da, da, you can't do that. Wait till you get to be my age. You will say, I'll fucking do whatever I want. So, and that's just the way it is. Just like when I told Marge Senior, when I was younger, you're too old to get a tattoo. She was like, fuck off. Yeah. And she got a thousand you tattoos. You know, she got a ton of tattoos. And that's exactly what happened. So that's just the way it is. So when you when you become a certain age, you you do what you want and it, um, you do what works for you. Exactly. And you say, fuck everybody else. Exactly. So when you're cultivating your personal style and your personal style could change over the years. And it, I mean, I think it also goes with lifestyle. Like when you're in like knee deep with little kids, it's not as easy. Like there's things I'd like to wear to parties. But if I'm going to be bending over and chasing my kid, I don't need everyone to see my cooch the whole time. So you have to rethink things like, different stages of your life. Exactly. I mean, listen, I also cultivate my husband's personal style. I mean, his personal style during the day is very manly is, you know, Harley, uh, Harley riding, you know, contractor. I loved him for that. But, you know, when we go out at night, he has to have, you know, he has to coordinate with me. And he does a good job. He has a very um, Italian Riviera. Yes. I like him to be Riviera Joe. Mm -hmm. I like us to be Palm Beach mom and dad. I like us to be Italian Riviera mom and dad. Yes. That, that's our look. 
you know, European jet setters. That's the that's the way I want Joe to look. He's tan. He looks like he's been on the Riviera. He looks like Super Mario has been on vacation for a long time. I mean, that's Joe's style. He's very well behaved. I'm fighting with my son about his personal style because at four years old, he's refusing to put gel in his hair and he looks like Lloyd Christmas from Dumb and Dumber and I'm just not doing well with it. So we have to have a revamp of his personal style because his hair is so fine. Like mine, it just goes flat. Not working for me. I can't look at those bangs. No, no. Nino needs the gel. Well, you so might have you, to tell him. When you have little kids, you have to start cultivating their personal style. I mean, you have to let them do their own style, but there's no, uh, there's no, it's do not you really. Wrong. Yeah, do you really? I, I don't mean, think so. Listen, you have to let them be, you know, themselves, but you could do a little guiding, you know? I'll tell you right now, he owns no character t shirts. I don't do character. You have character pajamas, but when you leave that house, there's no characters. I don't give a shit if you like the Paw Patrol. You're not going out wearing a Paw Patrol t-shirt. I mean, I, I understand. I'm oh, going to oh. have to confess to something here, what I used to do to my son. I don't know if I put, did I put this in my book? I don't know if I, uh, I, might, I know what I it don't is. Know. Did I, I, I don't <laughs> know if I should embarrass him, but obviously I'm very blonde. I was born very blonde. My son was born very blonde, but you know, by the time he started getting into the first, second grade, you know, the fall would come. His gorgeous blonde curls were getting darker. So I immediately took him for highlights and I acted like, you know, he knew I went for highlights. So he thought it was normal for him to go to for highlights. At he eight would, years old, right? At seven. He started oh. going at like seven. <laughs> he would sit in the chair with foils and would do his foils. And he thought it was normal because I would do it. My husband, Jan, at the time, <laughs> thought, OK, you're sick. You're this. But I said to him, you know, this is normal. Everybody gets highlights because he saw I would get highlights. He would sit in the chair for a few hours. His hair would look absolutely stunning, beautifully highlighted. So beautiful that Sarah Jessica Parker once yes. complimented him as a child on the beach. Yes, his hair looked so gorgeous. It was like because he he took surfing lessons. He was a surfer. He did all these. I mean, he highlighted his hair till he was like 13 until finally everyone in my family was just like it's child abuse. I didn't think it was child abuse. It looked gorgeous. His hair no. looked absolutely stunning. But we were in the Hamptons, same block. My brother-in-law's house, same block as Sarah Jessica Parker has hers. James Wilkie was on the beach. And she went to my son and called him by name because she knew him. And she was like, where is your mother? Because your hair color is the most gorgeous hair color in the whole world. And he pointed me out and there I was, blonde. And the beach goes, oh, I could see where you get that hair color. It's so beautiful. Now, of course, he wasn't going to confess. He was getting highlights this whole time. <laughs> you know, as a child, he's like, oh, thank you. Yeah. And he goes, mom, Sarah Jessica just said to me, you know, my hair's so good. I go, I know you didn't tell you get highlights, did you? He goes, no, he just said James Wilkie. I go, well, you know, you could have said James Wilkie could have this hair too. But it was just very, very funny. Get uh, yourself down to Anne. Get yourself salon. down to Anne and blush the lot. <laughs> so it was the running joke. I, I mean, you know, he's probably in therapy about it right now, but. It, it was just very funny because I was like, this this is the look I wanted. I wanted my kid to look like the surfer dude that he was born to be and, you know, and to look like his mother, considering he looks so much like his father. That's good. You put I was honing his personal part. style. And guess what? All my personal style has rubbed off on him. Mm -hmm. He plans beautiful trips. He has beautiful interior design style. His girlfriend's very lucky. She's an interior designer. Yeah, he appreciates. He what appreciates she what she does. So, you know, there is something to be said, though. I did get some backlash from him about doing all those things. It has paid off in the end. 
I just think I'm getting abused by Nino. He's like, I don't like that. That doesn't look good. He called me old and fat this week. He's really honed in on how to like abuse his mother at four years old. All right. Old. All right. We're going to we're going to dial that back. Yeah. We're going to dial that back. But I'm it's telling you, situation. the perseverance pays off. The perseverance pays off the children. Eventually, they will appreciate it. Yes. Eventually, they'll appreciate to. the personal style. No, and I give the Nino a bad rep. He does appreciate good things and he likes good restaurants and he likes good clothes. He's very he's very style focused. Exactly. OK, people. So basically, we're telling you, don't be a basic bitch. No, focus on what makes you happy. Focus on what makes you what happy. works for you. Bring personality into your home. Don't cave to trends just because the trends. Yes. If you like them, jump on board. Yes, jump on board. But that that's basically what we're saying. You know what? Have a personality in the way you look, in the way you dress. Don't follow the rules. Enjoy and your life. Enjoy your life. Thanks, Caviar Dreamers. We'll see you soon, see Caviar you soon. Dreamers. Thanks for listening. And if you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts. Follow me at The Real Margaret Josephs. And me at The Life of Mrs. B. And the podcast at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget. Tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Keep Keep dreaming, dreaming, Caviar caviar dreamers. Dreamers.